Come now, I will test you with gladness, so that you shall see good things. And behold, it too was vanity, so I turned to see wisdom, madness, and folly. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. These words were written by David Bostrom. For a man with no story, life is drudgery. And for a man seeking to craft his own story, life is futility. But for the man who walks with God in his unfolding story, life is a glorious and meaningful adventure. And every day, we get to enter this story by trusting and obeying him in the places he calls us. As we make this our habit, the day will come when we can look back with satisfaction, knowing that God has written our story in a way that's best for us and for his kingdom. Your story may have many twists and turns and highs and lows, but the good Lord oversees them all. Enjoy your part in following him in his grand narrative today. And then David Bostrom ends with Proverbs 16.9. The mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Enjoy your part in following him in his grand narrative today is a central message in Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 24 through 26. There is nothing better for a man than to eat and drink and have his soul see good in his labor. This also I have seen, that it is from the hand of God. For who can eat and who can have enjoyment outside of him? For to a man who is good before him, he has given wisdom and knowledge and gladness, while to the sinner he has given the endeavor of gathering and collecting, so that he may give to one who is good before God. This too is vanity and striving after the wind. Our text today is the first of four conclusions found in the book of Ecclesiastes. And in these three verses, God is central. And that after not being mentioned one time in the first 23 verses of chapter 2. The opening 23 verses of this chapter express the view of a despairing hedonism. But the final three verses reveal the divine purpose of God and our part in it. There is a constant tension throughout the book of Ecclesiastes. It's a tension we experience in life. A tension between what we often think, see, and experience in this fallen world, the brokenness, contradictions, unanswerable questions, the vanity of it all, with the peace of God which passes understanding, and the joy of it all as we live in a world ruled and redeemed by Christ. In other words, there's a tension between the hopelessness from the curse of the fall contrasted with the hope and joy 
of the curse being reversed in Christ Jesus. In our passage, we see joy in Jesus. God gives to saint and sinner alike, but not alike to them. For a good person in his sight, God gives the ability to eat and drink and labor with joy, doing these and all things, recognizing the goodness of God in everything. Also, all who are in Christ are given wisdom and knowledge and joy, happiness. While to the sinner, well, he gets to pile high all his stuff only to give it to one who is good in God's sight. In all his getting, he fails to get satisfaction, joy, or peace. For the sinner, it is vanity. Striving after the wind, it is vexation. There are very few signs that I see on church marquees that I appreciate, but there is one I always have, and it reads, No Christ, K-N-O-W, No Christ, No Peace, No Christ, N-O, No Peace. In Christ Jesus, we have the peace that passes all understanding. Enjoy your part in following him in his grand narrative today. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.